Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Say Things episode 145. Suns fan here with Cinderin. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped who wrote this blurb, which starts with a typo. In the first word. It's supposed to say fellas, but I'm going to say it as they typed it, okay? Fallas, have you like fallas? Oh, that's true. It could be a pun, but then you should have written it with ph. Yeah, fallas, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below the waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com. For 20% off and free shipping with the code We Say Things. They have a lot of products. I use them to shave my testicles, Cinder. Very good. They're good. very smooth. Well, actually, they're not smooth right now. Okay. Because it has been a bit. But they have nose hair trimmers. They have basically everything a man would need shampoo, conditioner, uh, body wash, literally everything that's in the bathroom, other than toilet. They should do toilet paper, though. Really? Should they? They should. I mean, their slogan could be, we have everything in the bathroom. And then they do toilets, and then they just become a different kind of company. Or their slogan could be, we have everything in the bathroom except toilet paper. And then they don't make toilet paper. Okay, don't give them free ideas. That's going to cost money. That's a really good idea. That's such a good slogan. Yeah, it actually is. everything in the bathroom except toilet paper. It actually is. Then they need to make toothbrushes, though. So, yeah, go to... (laughs) Well, yeah, I could see that. Uh, Yeah, again, go to manscaped.com. And type in the code we say things, you guys will get 20% off and free shipping. And of course, it helps us even just by visiting the website. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Speaking of spring cleaning, we'll talk about that a bit later. Yeah, great segue when it's not even close to coming up yet. I know, but it I mean you can't not right. say that. In Bruges here. Thank you, my friends. I'll start this off. Thank you to Oscar Seeker. Is that I'm not sure how you Se- say that. Secker? Secker, maybe? Purchasing the In Bruges tier and hope this podcast lasts forever. Aww. Sorry for not changing my name sooner. I know you postponed the episode because of this fact, just like Artifact should have been. True. Thank you. Vovalicious, Big Balls Energy helped me reach Ar- Archon in Dota. Congrats, unless you were the rank above that. That's true. <laughs> Roundy 3. My name is not Corbin Dallas. My name is John McClain. No, but seriously, Dota can have way more active players than it currently does, and it's a shame that Valve doesn't do it justice. Okay, so we've we've gone through the stages of cope. We went from millions, or well, billions, millions, and now more players. Please, anything. <laughs> Disco Farm D, Vincent Darksea, Akuna Matata lives in Chandler Gilbert, just saying. That's Arizona cities. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, I'd like to do a meet and greet when, you know, there isn't a rampant disease out there. But then again, the human race, you could consider a disease. Will you do the meet and greet in Chandler Gilbert, though? I mean, maybe. Who knows? That sounds like a very random place to meet and greet. It's all... 
it's all part of the Phoenix metropolitan area. So everything's like within oh, so that, 45 minutes. Oh, okay. It's of, close to you. I see. I mean, the whole Phoenix Close-ish. metropolitan area, like you probably pick somewhere in the middle, which is not where Chandler is. But anyway, uh, where was I? Commander Donut, Chakar still an asshole, Milan, Miami, the Megapope, and Suns eliminate Lakers. Are you okay? T.I. in New Zealand. Don't I'm sure worry. Shannon will not want to talk about that this episode at all. He's, True. he's not super happy and over the moon about that and proud. Uh, Zan Xavier, Nate Thickle, 01, Hamscroats, Bacon, Shark Wait. TM. Uniquely marinated okay. Capricorn testes. Okay. Dop, nothing to see here. Underscore man. Guitar strings recommends to watch everything everywhere all at once. Is that a show? I don't know. Or Maybe. A, some sort of... Uh-huh. Eve Remort, get Seb on the podcast to understand. Yeah, I figured it was something French. Ben Broomhead fucking hates when he swaps his neutral item and it sends the wrong one back. Suns fan is valid. Thank you. Pitch Black Wooden Aftertaste Anonymous, and our fun fact guy, Peter, half of all animal species are insects, and 40% of those are beetles. Niebling, he forgot to change it. That's the same as last time, isn't it? No, that is not, actually. Wait, haven't we had one with how many are beetles or something? No, I think it was something about beetles being a percentage of all animals. Isn't that basically what it says there? No, it was, it it didn't, shit. I'm pretty sure he changed. I think this is different. But what I will say definitely changed is the guy promoting his own game. Yes, that's that, That's gone. Well done, well done. Good. Okay, so starting with the episode, obviously we are in Sweden uh, doing the DPC for EU slash NA. Uh, I mean, they never announced talent, so I think we're okay to say we're doing season two and season three, and we're casting the major, which that was already announced. Which is in a month and a bit. Yeah. So that's a lot of back and forth travel for me. Um... The jet lag has been fucking brutal, as you have noticed. I think yesterday was the first day I wasn't about to fall asleep while casting. It's been... While casting. Literally. (laughs) So when I came for... Obviously, when I was doing uh, the first DPC, I had surgery. Mm -hmm. Appendectomy. So I didn't have to to go. So I was just doing remote. So that was easy. But then regional finals went for five days. Every single day. I mean, you were there. Yeah. I was falling asleep. I didn't notice. It was... You didn't notice me chugging monsters at midnight, 2 a.m.? I did, but I didn't notice you falling asleep. Like The thing is, I, I get to Sweden, this has happened two times in a row now, and I'm completely acclimated with the actual time zone, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen. But the problem is we're casting at 9 p.m. I'm waking up at like 6, 7 a.m. Yep. It's fucking brutal. It's because you're flying east, I guess, then mm-hmm. you're... And I'm old. It doesn't help. But, Yeah. So that's why we're in Sweden. I wasn't really jet lagged myself. Um, uh, I flew from Denmark to Sweden. It's a pretty major time zone change of zero. Uh, I flew in the afternoon. I arrived early evening, and I was pretty acclimated. But you did have to take two flights. That's true. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Manscaped. Hi. Uh, all they have here is Coke Zero, by the way. <laughs> all they have is Coke Zero. I- I wish Europe had like any kind of cherry Coke Zero variety. <laughs> it's awesome doing your own podcast. You just do that shit. Imagine you just start belching on cast. I mean, that would also be pretty funny. It would be. The it, novelty it, would be funny. It's only a matter. I mean, obviously, I have not done it yet, but mm. it feels like it's a matter of time that it just happens by accident. I, I will be laughing my ass off and drawing attention. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Okay, so first things first, uh, the Phoenix Sun Cinderin. Uh, 
we have officially gotten the first seed in the entire playoffs, not just our conference. We are so far ahead of everybody else. It's like nobody has done that in a long time. Okay, how many games are left? There's like now there's like two games left. Okay, so you can just lose them and we yeah, happens. we wrapped it up like like over a week ago. It's been like a week and a half. How many matches do we play a week? Like three or four. Oh wow, that's so lot. it's like way far like we are so far ahead, <clears throat> it's crazy. So yeah, we started resting people and all that. And then as we're resting, we're like losing games, obviously, mm -hmm. which don't matter anymore. But we ended up playing the Lakers. And of course we did not rest our players for that game because <laughs> everybody hates the fucking Lakers. And we officially uh, destroyed them by 30 again. And they can't even make the playoffs now as of that game. So the team that anytime you turn on ESPN or any of these bullshit shows, half the fucking episode, this is why you get so angry. Like, I know a lot of Europeans that maybe don't follow this stuff don't understand why I get so angry about this. It doesn't matter how irrelevant the team is. They still talk about it for half the fucking episodes every time. And now they're just going to talk about what are they going to change? What are they going to do? It's like... Shannon, just a quick interruption. When I look at you, yeah, I'm looking away I, from you. I understand that. Should we just mirror it, maybe? You want me to fix that now? Yes. We do it. We'll do it live. All right, let's see. Which one's yours? That one? Okay. Let's see. Transform. <laughs> I do find it pretty funny that when you're talking, I just that. look away from you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. Why do you guys want that change? That was actually comical. <laughs> All right. So move. Oh, and last thing, Ife Lundberg finally played a couple games. All right. Was he good? No, but okay. Let me rephrase. So he hasn't been like part of the rotation at all. Mm -hmm. They put him in with like two minutes left of the game. Okay. So he's still doing quote unquote garbage time. In this last game, which we were down by thirty nine or something or something crazy. We came back to within like four at the end of the game. He was part of that rotation. Oh, damn. He got five assists. He made a three-pointer. So that's the first points that a Danish player has ever made. Was a three? In the NBA. Yep, yeah, three-pointer. And I think he got an assist. So, yeah, he looked pretty decent today. Of course, it's one of those things that you can't really tell because yeah. he's barely playing. So, uh, But, yeah, so congratulations to you, Cinder. I know you really care about I'm this. I'm very invested in this. Yeah. Got I really people, hope you Some people tweeted at us saying they're really disappointed in you. For not being more excited for the Danish people. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like that. Let me ask you something. Okay. So obviously, Americans are very stupid in general, right? Okay. So our announcer, or not our announcer, one of the people that is doing like the post game stuff, his nickname for Ife, even mm -hmm. though it is his nickname, was the Great Dane. Do you think that's offensive? Because it's the a dog because breed? it's a dog i really don't <laughs> <laughs> i'm just really wondering don't. i'm just wondering you know it's it, i thought it was kind of weird but you know. it's good it's good if he's especially if he plays bad right he just mm. <laughs> play like a dog <laughs> true all right and then the <laughs> God, we have so much bullshit to get through uh batman review oh i watched the batman the batman it's called the batman wait it's actually called the Batman. yes uh, it's... God, they just come up with the best names. They should cooperate with Microsoft for the next console. <laughs> the Xbox. <laughs> the Xbox Series X-Man. X-Man, yeah, that's true. Uh, so this will be spoiler-free. Don't worry about that. It's the one... What's the guy's name from Twilight? Why can't I remember his name? Robert Pattinson? So... Uh, Edward Patton? Cullen. Edward Cullen's in this movie, which I found weird, obviously. Why do I remember uh, that name? 
I'm not picking love twilight. Okay. I am not saying that I'm an attractive person. Okay. Okay. But I like to judge whether celebrities. Other... Well, if a celebrity is known for being good looking, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm allowed to judge it. I find him legitimately hideous. I don't know hideous. what like legitimately. Okay, hideous maybe a little bit too strong. Right, can I interrupt you for a second? Yes. How does this have anything to do with your Batman review? Because he's in the movie. Oh. And I just and wanted to talk. Detracts from the experience. He it. has like just a cinder. I mean, you know that Chad image. Maybe this is why people like. He just has like his jawline. It's like a cinder block. I don't understand. He looks like doesn't look like a human <laughs> being at all. Cinder block. Now the guy. This is going off on a tangent. What is this guy? Cillian Murphy, which you don't... I'm going to Google this right now so you can see his face. Okay. Cillian. This guy, I find to be repulsive looking. Legitimately fucking repulsive. And people think he's very good looking. He does not look like a human being. He needs to wash his hair. Okay, well, let me maybe find a different picture for you. He needs to wash his hair like, in that you one think, as well. What do you think of him? I think he needs to wash his hair. Look at this. He still needs to wash his hair in that image. And that one. That one is, okay, well, this one, he looks 15 years older, but his hair is clean. All right, anyway, so that was a bit of a tangent, but technically he was in Batman a long time ago. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say that guy was hideously looking, but he also wasn't gorgeous. Okay, Henry Cavill is actually Would you use gorgeous as a, as a word for male beauty? Gor I wouldn't, no. What would you say? Handsome. Is that the word for everything? Is there like just, there's nothing above handsome? Now you're getting technical. I, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't. No. I don't so you're think either would. handsome or you're not. I mean, or very handsome. All right, Henry Cavill is more than handsome, though. What What's above then? I don't know. I would not say gorgeous, though. Giga Chad. Giga Chad, probably. Anyway, back to the Batman review. It's definitely gonna. Make uh, so obviously they've had some really bad Batman since the ones with Christian Bale, which I'm guessing you saw those ones. Uh, no. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, You're joking me. I'm joking. The one with Joker, with totally the joke. guy that actually died in real life because he was so depressed wow, playing Joker. That's a big spoiler. He died in real. That's a spoiler. He died in real life. No. And he got an Academy Award. You literally have not seen Batman. I have not seen that movie. Holy fucking shit! I you just wow. Did you play Zelda? That's not the same. All right, we're even. That's not the same. We're even. That is not the same. Anyway. The Batmans with Christian Bale were extremely good, and it's like a really high bar to set. And generally, you know, I don't like superhero movies that much but if they're very dark they can be good mm -hmm. uh the past batmans with ben ben affleck which you this probably just gibberish to you at this point i know who ben affleck is okay that's shocking you were about to say ben still those were i was those were awful movies i know that name as well i would give this Look movie at me, i know movies a nine out of ten it was All very right. good at times when he took off his mask i was weirded out because it's the fucking twilight guy but he is a good actor i won't deny it and it was very dark. It, it was long, but I, so for it's people, Edward <laughs> for the people that that watched the Batman's with Christian Bale, this is how I would rate them, right? The one with the Joker, the second one, I thought was the best. The so what third was that? One, ten out of ten. That was like yeah, as close to ten Actually. out of ten you can get. And then the third one with Bane, I thought was very good, but I would say that was the second best. And then the third best was the first one. For me, this is on par with the third one, which was the second best. So very, very good, nine out of ten. I think you need to map that out with a graph. I, it's, I lost track. Most the best people, one was the third one, first one, and the fixed. That's right. People that watch those movies understand immediately. I get that's it. Is why, this is why you're confused. I get it. Uh, so My favorite was also the third one. Was that yours? No. Yeah. It was the second that one. That was my second favorite. <clears throat> anyway, 
I would highly recommend everybody watch The Batman. It's very good. The Batman. <laughs> Yeah, they they could use some work on on the uh, the names, but you know. And the last thing before we get it actually, to Dota, it sounds like something like a grand a grandmother is, is the Batman. No, a grandmother is day. talking to her friends. You know, like my child plays the Batman, the Batman, <laughs> and the Minecraft. That is true. It's really bad. Uh, all right, last thing is the Oscars. So I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch any of it live for the first time, maybe ever. I can't believe that. The hosts, I one of them I didn't know who it was, but there was Wanda Sykes and who's the other chick? Chris Rock? No. Oh, he wasn't a host. What was the other chick, the the white woman that is, like, I find both of them so annoying that I literally did not tune in. That's how bad, like, very, very, Palm, Palm, Palmer? What What's her name? Amy Schumer. Yeah. Very. Like Amy Schumer was hosting the Oscars? Yes. She is so annoying. Anyway, so I didn't tune in, but really the only thing, I don't even care about the best picture and all that shit anymore. You obviously know what, I assume you know what happened. Yeah, I watch everything that has to do with movies. I watch the Batman, I watch the slap. <laughs> I watch so I'm sure everybody has heard, but so essentially what happened, Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife, who has, is it Appalachia? I don't know the name of the disease. Something, something that makes you lose your hair, essentially. Obviously, she's, she's sensitive about it. Not a great joke. It's in pretty bad taste. I wouldn't, okay. unless, okay. We, we can discuss this after the okay. fact. Let's just say what okay. happened. Yeah. He said a joke about it. Will Smith laughed initially and then got on stage and slapped him, physically slapped him, and Chris Rock was stunned. Everybody thought it was a bit, but if you yeah. look at the replay, obviously not. And then what makes it obvious that it's not a bit is he starts cussing. Mm -hmm. Get your wife's or get my get your wife <laughs> get my wife's name out of your mouth or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. He went fucking crazy. So I'm gonna give my impression, you give yours. Okay. The joke, first of all, jokes can be offensive. That's okay. Sure. Absolutely. That's okay. Yeah. I think that joke was probably in poor taste, but I didn't think it was that bad. It's mm, not like yeah. so if it's like a deadly disease then mm -hmm. yes that's over the line for me something like that it's just a gi jane joke i don't think that's a big deal at all personally i think knowing i'm assuming he knows that she's very sensitive about it and it's something that she's very self-conscious about right well how do you know that though i don't you you said it like it was a fact if he didn't know then it's a different story but the way i don't know for me the, the intent makes kind of a difference if you know it's something the person is really self-conscious okay, about and sad about let's just go then it's on, in poor taste let's go out on a limb and say that it was in poor taste yeah do you think it was justified to do what no obviously <laughs> not like that there are many like... ways of handling that like you could have actually gone about that if you wanted to do it live on air and make a statement i think that's totally fine but not by fucking slapping the guy in the face but right. he could have yelled something he could have been like you know he could have said something right which he did afterwards then what yes. he said was also pretty bad. But yes. <clears throat> there were ways of doing that where you could have, you know, criticized the joke that like, come on, man, that's so you know, that's a bit too that's over the line. That's supposedly he was asked to leave and he refused. Mm -hmm. And then ten minutes later he went on stage and received a best actor award, which is like a lifetime achievement. Like that's the and best thing that will ever happen to him. The fun fact about that award is he actually got it for his bit in slapping Chris Rock. They changed it. <laughs> they were supposed to go to someone else. Yeah. They're like, damn, this guy's good. I actually forgot to go watch it, but I heard that his speech was about like being put on this earth to be a nice guy kind of thing. It's like literally the most hypocritical <laughs> bullshit after slapping Chris Rock. I mean, depending on your perspective, that might be being a good guy. I mean, sure depending on how fucked up your brain is. So 
So it was so strange, and obviously, like he ruins the moment for everybody else that day. Yeah. It's like these are major awards that are like life, like again, they define your life in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. So very <clears> selfish <throat> of him. And he just shows how fucking crazy he and his wife are and their whole family. Like you hear rumors about mm-hmm. like I think it's been almost established they're Scientologists, which is fucking crazy in and of itself. Okay. And you don't agree? That's yeah. it's literally a yeah, fucking I'm cult. Just, you're, okay. you're, you're moving on. So I'm like, okay, what's the next bit that's crazy about? Well, that's that's the biggest part, okay. I guess. But I mean that's all right. Uh, so Is he hanging out a lot with Tom Cruise? Do they have like I don't know. Do they I go mean, on cruises? I <laughs> or Scientology. But after the fact, obviously this blew up into a big deal. He resigned from uh whatever it's called, the Academy, which I don't even know what that means. Do you need to be in the Academy to be nominated? I think so. Okay. But every, I think pretty much everybody I would assume is in the Academy and Except him. Right. So I don't know what that means for the future of him. They're not gonna strip his award away or anything like that. He I I'm actually interested to see if he gets jobs after this. What right. What do you think? Not that you're in the know at all. Just talking to a brick wall here, basically. Well, he got the lifetime award he wanted. Now he quits forever. So there's the idea of nobody wants to work with him, probably. Like, mm. not many people. But he's backed by Scientology and all this bullshit. And you have all this attention. Even if it's bad, it's still a lot of attention. A lot of people will hate watch. Right. I guess. That's what I was thinking. Because it's not like a... Kevin Spacey type thing mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, there's no way we can work with this guy. This is like he slaps somebody, he's literally crazy. So I think he still gets work, but it's just so awkward. This this timeline we're in is just so weird. Sometimes I think I died a long time ago. You ever get that feeling? No. I literally think I died like ten years ago. And this is oh. just like some alternate reality where everything is backwards. Oh, I thought you were gonna say where everything is worse. I mean Pretty much. It's gotten a lot worse. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. all right. So, but about about the about the joke itself, do you, what do you think? Do you think he knew in advance that she's very sensitive and self conscious about it and made the joke anyway? I mean, for me, the intent matters quite a lot actually. If he knows she's self conscious about it and doesn't like it, and he makes that joke at her expense, to me, that's in really poor taste. If he knows she has a condition, but he thinks if she can laugh about it, if you know, it does, that's fine. If it doesn't change the fact that what Will Smith did is in being an overreaction. I don't see what the relevance is. It needs to equate to about the same. Well, I'm no no matter what, the Will Smith reaction is totally well, that's my so who cares how bad the joke was? I think if he went I on guess. and on and on, I could see your point. But it's literally G.I. Jane, boom, that's the entire yeah. fucking joke. It's like, yeah. okay, whatever. Like right. to me it wasn't like it's not the connection between Will Smith's response. It was just about whether you think that kind of joke is okay. At her expense, if she doesn't like people it. get roasted, mm-hmm. people that's just part of the os. That's just how it works. It's always how it's worked. So, you know, thinking that you're on your kind of high horse. I mean, to tell again, we're going off on like not a lot of Dota stuff right now, but uh, <laughs> the just to give you more background, I, I'm guessing you don't know like some of the drama behind Will Smith and his wife. Not, not, not but yeah. uh, she's an actor, mm-hmm. and she was in The Matrix, all the bad ones, by oh. the way, probably related to some degree. Um, and did you know Will Smith was actually first up for playing Neo? Did you know that? I did not know. He was their first choice and he declined. And um, <clears throat> Keanu Reeves was like the fifth choice or something like that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so what happened was, <laughs> it's so random. She cheats on him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apparently he, okay. to my knowledge, like I feel like this would have gotten out. He hasn't cheated on her somehow. 
like, and I say that because I just assume that all celebrities cheat on each other. Oh. So he, she cheated on him with a much younger man, which apparently was friends with her son. So she slept with her son's friend, and then they went on a TV show and talked about it. And basically, Will Smith came off as a huge cuck, where he was basically crying, and he was the one apologizing to her. So a lot of people have kind of formulated this, uh, and I understand why, I kind of feel the same way, that she has like, just gotten really deep mm -hmm. in his mind, and just like the puppet master, so to speak. And with that on top of Scientology just being a cult where they're doing kind of the same thing, and he just like lost it. Like, that's a lot of people's opinion on what happened. Obviously, we have no idea, but it's so fucking weird, man. It's so weird. But he's the best actor of the year. Yes. I actually watched the movie he was in. Uh, he did very good. He did very good. I can't can't admit that uh, he did not do a good job. So, yeah, should be interesting to see what happens with that. Awesome. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, the ratings on this episode are going to be the worst we've had, Shannon. You literally spent like 20 minutes talking about non-belt-related stuff and belching twice. I'm sorry. It's, this is not good for ratings. All right, let's get on to the... We might get more viewership thing. than the Oscars, though. <laughs> are you kidding me? The viewership probably went up through the roof. I'm probably it, so happy it was better than last year, but yeah. worse than the year before, right. I think. Okay, let's get started with the episode. Apparently, the viewership peaked before the incident. What do you mean before the incident? Before he slapped them. There were more viewers before. I think I read about it. Like, the, the peak viewership of the Oscars this year was before that. That can't be right. There's no way that's... I refuse to believe that that's right. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, let let us move on. Okay. So, Spring Cleaning came out uh, last week. Obviously, a lot of tooltips have been changed. They added some color coding to Magic Pure and Physical Damage. Great. Can you guys hear this? No, it's not picking up. Right. But maybe it's picking up while we're talking. Yeah, Someone's maybe. drilling a little bit. Yeah, they like to drill here in Sweden. So tool tips, <laughs> we have. <laughs> That's fine. I, I don't care. I, <laughs> I love this episode. It's got everything. Uh, Just belch over it. Like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that did that help? Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm so much better now. That's good. Thank you. That was on command. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we have uh, the new you mute the and the new mute and report function. I want you to tell me how you feel about this because there's been a lot of complaints about all the iterations or this one. This one specifically, the report. You basically, if you want to mute somebody, it reports them, which is weird. Right. Oh yeah. This is the current iteration. Yeah. Yes. So. <clears throat> so you have three buttons. One of them is mute everyone, right? You can just press that one. Then you text and voice mute. Oh, your team. Sorry. Yeah. There's a team mute button. Then there is a button that reports. And then there is a button called mute and report, which you can right click to only mute. I find this super counterintuitive. It should be literally the opposite. It should be the other way around or just like have three separate buttons. One for mute text, one for mute voice, and one for report. Like, why not? Right. And then, yeah, if people want to mute literally everybody one by one, well, you have the team mute button, so you can just mute everyone. Mm -hmm. For those who want to do that, I just I find that way more intuitive. I don't know why we have it like this. And there's not even a dialogue, right? You just, oh, I guess I reported that guy. 
Yeah, the right click for more options. If you want it this way with only the two buttons, I can get that, but then it should be the other way around. So right click is to report. Yeah. So there's the mute text and voice first. And if you right click, you can also report. Yeah. I, I genuinely am dumbfounded by like this UI design. It I, is I, just, I just don't get it. Like, are they trying to farm reports? Do they want more reports? That, that or... was a theory that the system works better if you're actually reporting people for even minor stuff like this. But right. obviously, we don't know if that's true. The I... problem with that is if you report people for minor stuff, you're reporting a lot. 80% of the player base almost. Like, people will... Mm. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I'm just saying most players will have, like, weak moments where they, like, flame or right. lash out but or it, get annoyed. It, it, I find it hard to believe that Valve wouldn't foresee... Like, these are smart fucking people doing this. This I is don't. on purpose, right? Yeah, I, I just don't understand. Yeah. I'm not smart persons. Martin, yeah. No, I could have told you that. Uh, <laughs> I like how they the title is Muting Improvements. <laughs> I mean, there's two interpretations of that. One is that you're improving muting, and the other one is that you're muting improving. Wow. Very See deep. That? They're just done with improving. They're muting improvements. Uh, they added some search filters in the shop to make things easier to find. Uh, they also added the demo hero improvements, which is epic. Um, you can essentially, they made it bigger, so the demo area, and you can spawn runes easily. Uh, you can, I always found it really annoying that you had to kind of just restart the map to like reset levels and whatnot, just having more control over that stuff. So yeah, it's very, very polished. I think the only thing that I've seen people want is being able to spawn the neutral creeps a little bit easier, right? since there are a ton of them now. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't know how you'd even implement but it, that, but... For all intents and purposes, this is definitely a, yeah, like a clear improvement. Very, very good. And funnily enough, I, I have to say I haven't really used demo mode since the change. I don't use demo mode that much, but it seems like a pretty good in intuitive UI. Yeah. Which is weird because of the muting we just talked about. Yeah. So probably different people. Different people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Indeed. Um, let's see. What else did they change? You can see permanent buffs. It's like minor things. Like It's just a lot of minor, nice improvements. What I've also heard is that this is the, one of the bigger things that people want in the spring cleaning. Uh, some people have been experiencing significant performance increases. And that's right. that's the biggest thing is if you're somebody who isn't playing on a top-end rig or you know, you're know generally sitting at around 60 FPS and suddenly you have 80, it's very noticeable. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think especially for lower-end machines, this was a pretty clear improvement for a lot of people. Uh, so that's you know that's the best thing they can change. Uh, they also added a sound effect for the ogre bruiser when he's about to do his wind-up stun because everybody's getting wrecked by that guy. That's probably on par with a 20 FPS increase. Yeah, I would agree. Important. Half the notes are about Rubik getting oh, some yeah. fixes. All right. If you were to guess how many, how big of a percentage of hero-related bugs in Dota are related to either Rubik or Morphling? Together? All time. Together. Just either or. Like, those combine, not their interactions with each other. Just I know, I know, but those combine. Either hero, yeah, because of their um, their spells, yields. 20%? 20% of all hero-related bugs. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's got to be a lot. Like, they... <laughs> I feel like there must be people at Valve who's like, I wish these fucking heroes didn't exist. <laughs> it would yeah. make their job a lot easier, no it's, doubt. It's definitely... Yeah. There are so many bugs with these heroes. Uh, they also... I'm trying to find some... Yeah, we see the performance increases. Wait, what was the, the exact number there? I haven't read this. Updated the Panorama engine to use atlasing to more efficiently interact with the GPU. In our measurements, this resulted in 25 to 30% better performance in the GPU work necessary for the HUD and much more in some particular complicated dashboard pages. This change also increases CPU performance for Vulkan 
and should be also be particularly effective for Apple computers with M1 processors. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty promising, yeah. at least. Dota Plus got some spring cleaning so that a bunch of old <clears throat> quests that literally wouldn't work anymore yep. because of skill changes. They should have been fixed uh, a couple years ago. Probably. I have to give a huge shout out to the Valve team, the Arcade. Uh, they changed it up a bit. Uh, I did have a talk with them about this. If you, I'm going to take credit, of course. Cinder. Of course, as you do. Uh, I did try to push them on certain... Because I know that like the custom games are... What's the right way to put it? It's not going to be like a top priority for them. I get that. It's secondary. And there's like a million things that obviously the workshop people want. Mm -hmm. So I tried to like boil it down to like three or four things that are digestible that are like big issues. So the one is botting, which isn't fixed, but you have a way to sort now to not include anything that would benefit botting so that's nice so you can is that the default sorting or do you need to choose that you have to choose it but it I, remembers I, I wish they would have made it that by should default. be the default i agree so you can change it so it lists it in the order of how many people are actually playing the game as okay. opposed to how many lobbies are up okay um and then by far the biggest one is the dota arcade lobby list will no longer show lobbies that don't match the version of the custom game that's currently installed or otherwise unjoinable um and also, in addition to that, fix an issue. This is actually the one I meant. Fix an issue with the Dota Arcade custom game sometimes not showing as needing an update until they were reinstalled or Steam had been restarted. I cannot tell you how annoying this problem has been for years. Even like Midas mode was crushed because of this issue. Essentially, what happened is you try to, like, let's say you push an update to mm -hmm. the workshop. You have to wait for the Valve, uh, like the automated thing to approve it or whatever. And if you had an account that was like very known, they would kind of speed up that process. So that wasn't as big of an issue. So let's say five, 10 minutes after uploading, it gets right. by that process. And then if people try to open the game while that, like after the update's gone through, you'll still be on the old patch and you won't know it. You can still enter lobbies with the new update. Oh yeah, and then the game starts and they just... Right, so if you guys remember Auto Chest, that was the problem for so long. Just this fucking thing, these endless lobbies that actually never started. And the way to 100% make sure you could update, which worked every time for me, you uninstall the mod. Yep. And just installing it doesn't work most of the time. You have to uninstall, close Dota, wait 10 seconds for it to propagate, <laughs> open Dota, install the mod, and then you see the download bar. That's when you know for sure it worked. Right. Now, uh, it just works. It just works. It's like 90, like we've had some issues. Like it's not even a big issue at all. Though. It's so much better. Holy shit. What a quality of life for me specifically. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Cool. So that's the spring cleaning update. And, I mean, what do you think about having these spring cleaning updates where it feels like they just, I know this isn't actually the case, but the perspective I'm sure from a lot of people is they just don't give a shit for like a year or two and just and let clean up their mess. Yeah. They just let all this shit like continue to pile up and then finally, all right, we'll just do it now and move on. As opposed to just, you know, making sure it's good performance throughout the entire year with every patch. Yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said about that. Like, you... Ideally, the spring cleaning is smaller than this, because some of the things that are fixed should be maintained. Especially performance, I think, is... When you're running a game that has millions of players, performance has to be, like, a top priority all the time. Because that's, you know, that's one of the things that affects everybody's enjoyment with the game the most. And for a game like Dota, a lot of your players don't have good PCs, you know, because of the countries they're from, their income, etc., etc. The availability of chips now as well, right? Like, you can't necessarily get a good computer even if you want to. Um, so yeah, I think that should be a top priority. 
as far as like the spring cleaning itself so from my perspective i think it's nice to have something like that for people to look forward to and a way for valve to like collect data where people are like hey pile on us with all of your problems with the game now we're really going to do crunch time and get it done um but ideally the spring cleaning is smaller so that some of the things mm -hmm. that needed to be fixed now have been you know problems for a long time like buggy quests it's just one of those things where i feel like somebody can sit down for 30 minutes yeah and just fix these like it's just some strings i'm assuming <clears throat> that are like okay heal enemy or heal allies with song of the siren just get another quest put it in there and, and you're done right it can't be i'm assuming it can't be that difficult not a programmer well it, it's but... easy i can tell these for a fact as long as you go through the code it's easy to disable the shitty quests right like finding a new one maybe is a little bit more difficult i don't think it's that hard but yeah okay either way that's a spring cleaning update next upcoming stockholm major has basically the same in May. format as ti so talk to me about what this, what the implications of this are. Okay, so for previous majors, we've had this format where the number one seed, for example, from the region would skip around, right? Yeah. Would start in the upper bracket. Uh, this year, it's going to be way more like TI. It's almost identical. There's supposed to be 18 teams. It's TBD what's going to happen with Eastern Europe still. We're a month away. Maybe things are going to develop for the better. Maybe they're going to develop for the worse. Maybe nothing's going to happen. And China. Uh, and China is also in on break right now, right? So technically, seven of the 18 slots right now are a bit in jeopardy because China gets four slots and Eastern Europe gets three. Um, if everything goes well and everyone gets to go, that's great. If not, then I we'll see how they fill the slots. I'm assuming they want 18 teams regardless. Yeah. I, I'm going to guess that they're going to find replacements or another solution. But that essentially means there's going to be two teams, two groups of eight with, that play, or two groups of nine, sorry, that play around Robin best of twos, just like a TI. And then the top placing teams go upper bracket, the lower placing teams go lower bracket, and the bottom team, I think, gets eliminated from each group. Yeah. So that gives a 16-team double elim. Uh, and I think this it makes it more likely that you're going to see direct invites as well for mm. CIS and China. I, I don't think China, I was talking to some of the talent, I don't think they're even going to come to this major. If the restrictions stay the same, it's going to be similar to TI, where if a team goes to Sweden, they can't go, they back, can't go back for three fucking months. Uh, That's crazy. That's so I think most teams would say, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I cannot totally, un I mean, I shouldn't say most teams. The teams that are like the top echelon would not come. Yeah. Almost guaranteed. So I'm actually expecting zero Chinese teams to come to the major, uh, which is a shame. And then for, CI or for Eastern Europe, I think you just, you have to just directly invite two, maybe even three teams. And it's going to be unfair. Yeah. People are going to be upset to some degree, but I, I don't see it's better than just not having them. And alternatively, I, I guess what you're trying now, you're waiting it out as long as you can. And then <clears throat> let's say things get better or you feel like you can run the Eastern Europe DPC. You do like a very quick tournament right, for three slots or something where you have 16 teams just play double limb or whatever. Mm. Um, but I mean, technically, we don't know if the slots are going to increase as well for other regions. Right. Right. So yeah. NA might get more than two as a result of this. So it'll be good um, for my boy Kezu, who is slated to very likely get third behind TSM and EG. But, right. You know, anything could happen in that. Indeed. Yeah, the, in the DPC right now, there's... I don't know how much you want to talk about that, but I guess we should wait with covering that more until we have more standings. But essentially, we're mainly covering NA, you and I. So we can quickly just mention that the top three in NA have not lost a game, or a series, rather. So both EG, Quincy, and uh, TSM are 4-0, and zero, all three of them. And they're about to play each other soon. And then that's where it gets decided which two teams get to go. Right. What are we looking at here? 
Yeah. All right. Next topic, which this link I put in the spreadsheet or the doc is not good. Oh. TI-10 and the Animator have been nominated for... An Emmy? I, it's an eSports Emmy. Okay. Which I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Hope uh, we win. I'm trying to find... Okay, here we there go. Is. So, Outstanding eSports Championship Coverage. We have TI-10, League of Legends uh, Worlds 2021 Final, Overwatch League 2021 Grand Finals, ultimate madden bowl finale and we play animator okay so obviously you and i have not watched the other three of five animator would i mean there's no way that ti10 would be over the animator there was no crowd not that there was for animator but that's okay let me let me put this in perspective i assume that there's a crowd for these other three events okay which probably puts them ahead of both of the dota ones unfortunately in terms of production, Animator was much higher than TI-10. Would you agree with that? Uh, in some aspects, yes. In some aspects, no, I guess. Okay. I, I don't know overall. It. Talk to me about it, then. So I think I think Animator's set was, like, the, okay, an, the Animator's set was more creative. When but... I say production, I mean, like, everything encompassed, including, like, reaction from fans. Oh, I see. That, I assume that that's what this criteria is at least partially encompassed, right? Or created a... Yeah, um, I don't know. It's a little bit hard to gauge because maybe it's also being slightly unfair because given given the circumstances of the animator, it was very much expected that there wouldn't be a crowd, right? And for TI, people were getting excited about a crowd and then it was changed to the location and then the new location, there wasn't going to be a crowd, etc. So like <clears throat> also with the magnitude of the tournament, the expectations are higher, right? Mm. So it's easier for WePlay to deliver the level that people expect and go above and beyond that because TI is expected to be much bigger. Yeah. So like just if you look at the two events strictly for what they did and what the production was and what the set was and everything, I think it was probably kind of similar, I guess. Like from our personal perspective, how we enjoyed it outside of the games and whatnot, it might have been different, right? With like the setups and the limitations right. with COVID. Right. But like what was actually on screen for the audience, I think was probably relatively similar they ti-10 did have tooltips it did uh i will say though the ti-10 green screen setup did not work particularly well versus the like these the sets at the animator were fucking amazing like it was really cool atmosphere wise the setting of the stage and all of that but that's the problem with something like ti the stage of ti was actually really cool but there wasn't an audience and that's what's supposed to elevate that stage to the next level so yeah i don't know either way we're gonna lose to madden so I mean, I just assume it's going to be League, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, okay. Next topic is some news about Valve marketing, I guess you could say. So a long time... <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> if that exists. Asterisk, asterisk. Uh, so Doug Lombardi, who is, I think, one of the founding members of Valve, if I'm not mistaken. I remember hearing about this guy back in early 2000. Like, he's been there forever, probably since the beginning. Uh, but he was Valve's director of marketing, apparently, which I didn't know. Apparently has left the company, and I should have read the tweet in its entirety, after 22 years. So, early 2000s. Uh, and it seems that Casey has taken over. And part of that's evident with what she's done with the Steam, Lex, uh, Steam Deck's launch. So, what do you think this means, if anything, for a potential change in how Valve does it? Because I assume... 
that Casey probably doesn't have a lot of power. Mm. Because, I mean, again, I, I have no idea how things work exactly, but I have a, some idea. And it feels like the, the top dogs, let's call them, are the ones that are dictating the culture of the company and how they react to things. Obviously, we see a little bit of differences here and there with like Counter-Strike Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, that can be considered marketing. But I, I just, I, I can't see things like drastically changing, even though I would love them to. I'll just say I haven't noticed any real difference for Dota yet. Yeah. Um, will, will Casey want to apply a different strategy? Maybe, but like you said, it needs to align with the company's approach to marketing in general, uh, which makes it surprising that somebody was in a non-existing position for 22 years and now somebody new is going to be in a non-existing position. For, mm -hmm. I don't know how long. I mean, jokes aside, I don't... We, we love to meme about how Valve doesn't really market. I just think their marketing is very different from traditional marketing, and that's why it's kind of invisible almost, which mm. I don't know if they have like some sort of specific reason for doing things the way that they do, or if it's just easier for them, or it's convenience, or they think blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't know. I, mean, but... I think part of it is... But the Steam Deck thing is definitely, like, that feels like a change, actually. They did, like, you know, they did, like, a video, a kind of a campaign, in a way, with yeah. Gabe and, and her, right? I feel like Doug would have probably not done that content piece. At mm -hmm. least, just historically speaking, Bob doesn't really do that. So maybe they're trying to, you know, update their perspective on some things a bit. I don't know. It would be cool to see it more for Dota as well, right? People are screaming for it for many years. Like, just market the game more. Yeah, um, I mean, I can understand. Casey kind of has some good ideas of how to appeal to a casual audience, I feel like. Yeah, for so. sure. Like, I can understand part of Valve's viewpoint because they don't have, and we go back to this all the time, they don't have many employees. Mm -hmm. Go to any other company, they have an entire department for marketing. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't do marketing. Maybe just outsource it. Like, yep. Like, there's just so many, like, you have so much money to work with. Like, I'm not saying Valve employees have to do the marketing themselves, but hopefully Casey uh, will breathe a new, breathe new fresh air in the company. New fresh air. New, the best air. The best crisp Swedish air possible. <laughs> uh, it's quite cold here, in fact. Very crisp. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe she has to something to do with the Geico ad and all that stuff, you know? That's true. We're seeing some changes. There's that small. is actually true, yeah. So that's another clue, and that's also recent. So that yes. could very well have been her uh, coordinating that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So if she continues to do this, then go Casey. Okay. How would you want Dota to market? What would you want them to do? Man, Dota is a hard. I can understand why. Like it's, it's been ten years. Like, does marketing matter anymore? I think you go out and you make an ad, and you're like, "Are you tired of League of Legends because it's too easy?" Here's League of Legends, but worse and harder. <laughs> and then you're like, holy shit, I have to play this. Yeah. You know, actually, this is going to be a bit biased. Okay. But I think, and this would require collaboration with Valve, which means that's not happening. If they put a little bit more effort into the custom game scene, mm -hmm. I think advertising that instead of Dota, that's almost like a gateway drug to Dota. Okay. You know what I mean? I think that's actually kind of a cool idea to make the arcade more accessible. Obviously, that's an issue because you have to be level something to even start playing custom games. Like, there's a whole lot of barriers you have to try to get through. So I guess you could make it like an ad, like it is like going to the arcade, you know, it's like this 
plethora of games you get for free which right you don't in the arcade this is like a better arcade. it's right? literally free there's yeah. a lot of I free mean... games you can just play install the game try it out play some different stuff and then you can play the original if you want yeah like i could see that being a selling point because that's definitely something dota has over its competitors right like hmm. league has team fight tactics but it doesn't have you know all the other custom games that we just have um but I don't know. The, the thing is, Valve doesn't consider it a top priority anyway, and they obviously have the metrics for how much people play custom games, so maybe they don't feel like that's where they would advertise. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are still playing Dota Auto Chess. Every yeah. time I look, that's a lot of people still, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I That's something I'm actually going to have to think about now, because our custom game is getting close to release. Close advertise it. Talk close to Casey. I should, actually. Uh, okay. It'll give me something to chew on for later. Next thing on the list, which will be, I'm sure, a very brief topic, uh, Fortnite Zero Build. Right. Is that the name? It's a yep. secondary option or secondary mode within Fortnite where building is not a thing. Yeah. Which makes it more like PUBG. Yes. And so I don't know anything about Fortnite, like what the reception, I, the reception's been good Yeah. from what I've seen. Like, when I played it, like, one or two times, that's the reason I didn't continue playing, is nope. building. the building. I didn't find it interesting at all. So, it's interesting that so many years later, they're going to come out, they, they come out with something like this that takes away one of the biggest mechanics and the thing that makes it most unique, and the reception's very positive. Isn't it kind of funny that you can make it a celebratory event, that you remove a mechanic from your game and people love it? Like, that's... That's uh, yeah. speaking of marketing, it's kind of funny that they managed to pull this off. Like, look at this new thing we have, which is just the same as before, but with less. And you guys are going to love it. Right. Uh, the funny thing is, I'm totally in the same boat. Like, I haven't I haven't played since Zero Build came out. But early on in Fortnite's uh, in its early days, I played a little bit. Um, and my biggest gripe with the game was the building. Um, mm. So I think there's a big audience that will appreciate this. And when you do do something like this, I think giving players the option is probably the wisest choice. Like, how would there be negative backlash to making this, right? Like, people can just choose not to play it if they don't want to. Mm -hmm. They can still just play regular Fortnite. But for everybody that wants to play without building, they have this. Um, the question I have then, from like a, an enjoyment standpoint, with my lack of knowledge of the game, there's been a lot that has changed in the last many years in this game. Like, new ways of moving, new weapons, blah, blah, blah. Like, maybe the game itself was balanced around building as a key factor for how some of these weapons were fair mm. and how the movement was fair. And if all you do is take out the building, then maybe it's a really imbalanced game. Let but, me ask you... by nature of being a battle royale, they kind of are just unfair, right? Like, sometimes you find the best gun in the, where you spawn. Sometimes you have nothing and you just restart and play a new Do game you base. think... And again, we, we should put this in uh, the right perspective, the right scope. Fortnite is huge and mm -hmm. it was it was even bigger like to a monumental degree yeah do you think if they came out with it initially and it did not have building it would be bigger or not do you i think, think it, i think it would be bigger that's crazy to think about because think it so. was like astronomically popular but it's it's a bit hard to say right because it was also one of the things that separated it from PUBG, right mm. so for the people that liked that they had that aspect but i'm just i think the reason this game was so popular was that it catered to an audience that PUBG didn't reach like mm. it really catered to younger players but then still if you enjoyed that type of gameplay it was also very playable by older players right whereas PUBG, PUBG was more like the, the marketing of these games were definitely very different as well fortnite had a very strong marketing team for the game 
uh, pretty much from the start. So I think yeah. they did some, they made some really good decisions uh, as a company in general for this game. And yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think without building, I would have played it more, at least. I know there's many people who would. And I don't know how many people would be like, ah, oh, if there isn't building, I don't want to play that. I'd rather play PUBG. Right. Maybe there's a fraction there. I'm not sure. I think it also ran way better than PUBG. That was also because when the games yeah. launched, I mean, there was PUBG a lot of still runs like garbage, other than mobile. Mobile they runs better, better than desktop, which yeah. is crazy. But when the games launched and PUBG was like a. I don't remember which one came first, actually. I think it was PUBG was first. first That's why the, better, right? the Battlegrounds guy, what is his name? Battle Unknown? What? Unknown. Unknown. Uh, player Unknown. Player Unknown. He was really angry at uh, Epic for coming out with Fortnite. Right. Because it was after and they felt like he stole his idea or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, basically, at the time that Fortnite came out, PUBG was running like shit, is what I've heard. I never played it, it but was. people were saying the servers were bad, I can attest. the performance was bad. There were tons of problems, and then Fortnite comes in and is an alternative that just runs. Yep. And people are like, oh, you know. So maybe PUBG, if they have had, had had a better launch, uh, would have been the bigger game. I may, I don't know if it's... It, it's still like the third most played game on Steam right now. What, PUBG? Yeah. It's the third most played well, game behind because, Dota and CSGO. That's because Fortnite's not on Steam. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, it's still... We're making it sound like it's a fiasco. It's still a very big game. Especially PUBG Mobile is very Mobile big is in, bigger. It's very big in SEA, um, especially. So. All right, last topic. Uh, maybe we'll do one question as well. Uh, our place. Oh, PUBG also wasn't free. Someone just wrote in chat. That's true, right? It was pay to play, wasn't it? That's probably true. That is a huge fact. <laughs> if that's, that's the case. True. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Our place. So, how much do you know about this? Uh, a, a decent amount. So, to my knowledge, you you go to this not running anymore, but it's an interesting phenomenon because you go to this subreddit, and there's just this giant template of just pixels, mm -hmm. and What's the restriction on how many pixels you can put down? That's okay. the one thing I don't know. Right. So I believe if you do have a Reddit account that's verified, you can put one, you can change one pixel every, I think it's five or 10 minutes. Okay. And if you don't, it's every 20 minutes, I think. It's like half as often. Okay. So essentially they came out with a big area for people to put pixels on. And then over time they added another big area, doubled it. Mm -hmm. And then... Over a few more days, they doubled that again. So it became this giant fucking thing. Huge and it's, wall. it's really interesting to see, like, the time lapse because you have these groups of people trying to get, like, their country flags in or putting memes. You see one group that's just, like, this black, uh, what was it, like, the demon, demon-esque type thing that's just floating around trying to ruin everybody's thing. I think thing. it's called the Void, maybe. I don't know. It's such a cool idea and obviously just a temporary thing. The Sun's... Uh, the Sun subreddit did something. Dota, CS:GO have a little section, and it's just like trying to overtake other areas. Very interesting how things worked out. Yeah, uh, but I, that is so cool. I think it's like one of the coolest things in recent memory, and very unique. I have. This is gonna, I'm gonna be an idiot. Have they done this before? Yes. How I, often does it happen? I think it's April Fools every year for oh. Reddit. But I don't know how many years it's been for. I think two or three, maybe. Maybe only once before. I'm actually not sure. But it's not. this is not the first time they've done it. This is the biggest, though. Oh, they say every five years. So it was in 2017. Okay. Okay. I know it's done before. I thought it was actually... I mean, year. I remember hearing about it at some point. So I guess it was five years ago. Okay. But 
There's no way it was this big. Like, I've no, no, been hearing about this big. constantly. This actually became a huge meta thing on Twitch as well. I don't know if you saw that, hmm. but some of the really big Twitch streamers went to war, basically. Oh, so yeah. they cultivated their audience. They would have like 100,000 viewers and mm. they would just try to organize takeovers on our place. <laughs> so, and that was something that some people complained about because they felt like, oh, now the Twitch streamers come and ruin everything because they just go and destroy stuff and take it over. And then they were all just fighting amongst themselves and the subreddits tried to, you know, ally and group up to fight the streamers and etc. Mm -hmm. So it kind of became like its own little warfare between pixels. <laughs> it is a really interesting phenomenon. Like this yeah. is the kind of stuff that's funny to like study from a human perspective, how people get so invested mm. into making images and sustaining them. Right. So it, it went as far as, so I remember I watched a little bit of these streams and they were like strategically dividing people by username. So if your username is between A and E as the first letter, this is your job as, oh, as a soldier. You're repairing it's like and you are attacking. And we have an allegiance with this other person who has an image and we will repair each other's and attack these other guys. It's like your ants. Basically. That's yeah. really it's fucking actually, cool. It's like an ant colony that, that you're running so on cool. Um, <laughs> it, it was pretty funny to see as a concept how it went. And yeah. Also, out of all of it, just, you know, when you have this many people involved in stuff, there's going to be some insane pixel artists, right? So some of the art that they made was actually really beautiful. Uh, some of the country flags uh, had a lot of extra detail added to them with, like, mm -hmm. uh, cultural monuments and stuff like that. Uh, I think they also made some reinterpretations of, like, classical art that they just made with yep, pixels. Yeah, I see and one stuff. right here. Um, so... Yeah, yeah fun, so fun stuff. Fun very, phenomenon. very cool. The fact that this every five years makes it, I mean, partially sad, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it just makes it a bigger deal. Yeah, I think from Reddit's perspective, this is the kind of thing you can have every year, and the hype is going to be maintained. I don't think you need to do it that rarely. I wonder what the and reason it's gotta is. it's got to be really good for the platform. There is so much traffic Yeah. With the, during this event. It was insane. Like, people were talking about how Reddit was lagging because reddit place was going on everybody was just on there doing something and that's what's i i guess something about this kind of concept is no matter what affiliation you have with like anything on reddit there's going to be something for you right because like all the subreddits mm -hmm. or at least not all of them but many are trying to find representation so if you want to like stand up for something if there's something you believe in something you think is funny there's somewhere you can go here and you know feel like you're contributing to your community and right in putting it on the map basically so it's kind of cool very very cool that's fun yeah. yeah all right that brings us to the end. Uh, we can do one a mailbag. mailbag. A question. This question is from Outsourced Incest. <laughs> we have the best patrons. You are the best. <laughs> question. What does that mean? Out. What is, let's talk about that name real quick. What does that technically mean? Outsourced incest. That's feels like that is doesn't make sense, right? Yes, I think that's the that's. Could it make sense, though? I like that the guy with this nickname, his avatar is like a little cute snowman. <laughs> Such a great dichotomy. Oh, that's so good. Well, outsourced incest would just be, you know, a regular relationship. Right? I guess so. We get it. You have sex. I, we get it. Right. Yeah, okay. So he asks, have you guys ever had Dota terms bleed into your everyday speech? I was complaining about a coworker. And wanted to say, I hate working with them, but told my boss, I hate laning with them. <laughs> or another time, I was asked if I wanted cheese for my burger, and out of habit, I, habit, I said, nah, you take it. <laughs> so I would love to see that at the restaurant. <laughs> They're just like, oh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I was thinking about. I don't think so for me. Uh, I don't think so either. I think the closest is just online terms where I'll say BRB. I will say that. Right. And I'm maybe there's a couple others, but Dota specifically, I don't think so. I feel like you would be somebody that does that. Not no, me. I, I just I don't think I do either. I feel like it's pretty separated for me. You know this thing that a lot of people find cringy as well. Like if you have people saying emotes in real life instead of words, which is something you know people carry that over. I don't do that either. Even though I love Twitch culture and the emotes, I don't like say Keck W in real life or Kappa. You know oh, that was a good joke, Kappa. You know I I just I don't do that. What so. about BRB? But anything like that. I still think I would say I'll be right back. So I don't know. is there no online term at all? That's what I'm trying to think of. If there's anything that comes to mind. I just it doesn't really like maybe I just don't notice or don't think about it, but it's not coming to mind. So I think I might say lull sometimes, actually. I don't do that either. But it's it's when it's not funny enough to laugh, but you feel awkward because it needs a laugh for it to not be awkward. So isn't lull it, is isn't that even worse then? It's not just even more awkward that you say lol. No, I don't. Not for me, at no. least. Uh, <laughs> well, it's not about you. It was their joke. They wanted the validation, you know. They get some sort of response versus no response. I think. That's I right. mean, I guess. Um, uh, GG. Yeah, I'll say GG. To what? Like if I'm playing pickleball or something, and it's my online friends. I'm not gonna say it to some old hag who's not gonna know what that means. Hmm. Now you're making me think. Maybe among a group of my friends, when we do stuff in real life, I think we do use like gaming jargon sometimes. Well, that's. I'm not saying I say this to people. I like. No, aren't I'm just trying understand. to think. Like, I could, I could definitely see us say GG something. Huh. Maybe sometimes. But like the examples that this guy's giving is that you're using them when you didn't want to, right? Like it's taking over. Yeah. And he's using them in context that you weren't expecting to say them in i can't relate to that like i can't relate to using the jargon when it's like i i can see this is why i thought that you might have said something in the past because if you play something or you do anything it just encompasses your whole life mm -hmm. it'll like sometimes bleed into your real life like he's saying that hasn't happened to me but you've played a lot more than me like people that dream about playing dota right i definitely do that that hasn't really happened to me i don't think because I don't dream about anything. I'm just dead inside. I'm, Do you not I, dream at all? I think I die every night, and I wake up a new person. I think that's my my theory. You uh, ne you never remember a dream. Like it's pretty rare for very me. Very rare. I do like the ones that I'll occasionally remember are nightmares. Oh well, that's isn't that just fucking great? Yeah, it's just like some demon. At the same dream. time, though, if you have a really good dream and you remember it, it goes just be depressing to wake that's up. That's like, true. Like oh, fuck, it. I'm still fat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Thank you for the question. Sorry we couldn't uh, come up with. I don't know. It's gotta be something. Yeah. I, I don't remember saying now nah, you take it to a cheeseburger. At least I, that's <laughs> that's not coming to mind. You take the cheese. I please. hate blaming with them. <laughs> now I'll try to pay attention to whether I do it. Like right. if that happens, I'll, I'll I'll remember. Okay, so that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Sorry for the scuffed uh, setup slash belching. That uh, may have occurred on this episode. Your head is so much smaller on my screen. Do that again. Wow. That's interesting. It's the perspective next to you. My face is just so huge. I actually do have a big head. Like, people say when they put on my headset, they're like, holy shit, your headset is way too big. Really? I feel yeah. like I have a bigger head than you. I think we both have big heads. 
just an empty void inside. Yeah, very empty. Void. We are not utilizing the space. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Hopefully, you enjoy the casting to come for the DPC. Yay! We're and... casting on Saturday together. That's it. And then you are gone for a bit, and then you're coming back, and then I'm casting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with other people. That's right. You're cheating on me. Yep. And then you're coming back, right? When yeah. I go, yeah. Yes. But there will be plenty of us at the major. We're doing the whole major together. That's right. So we are. Look forward to that. But on Saturday, we'll be casting a bit more at least. Okay. Have a good night. Have a good day. See you guys next time. We say things that don't mean anything. But thanks for listening.